Oh shit. Oh shit. The Bayside Report is back. It's been a month. It's been a little while, everybody. Where were we? But first, enjoy the new music. Enjoy the new music that we're bringing in. Some 70s. You know, the rock intro was alright, but we needed to switch it up. Where were we? Where was Garrett Belich, host of the Bayside Report the last month? Well, I'll tell you where I was. Battling a sinus infection. You might still be able to hear it. In the voice a little bit. I was in Pittsburgh until New Year's. It was a hell of a Christmas. A great Christmas, a great holidays. If you celebrated Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, I hope it went great as well. But we're back in the new year. It's January 20th. It's Inauguration Day. One year, every four years or two years, whatever. Oh yeah, it's Inauguration Day for everyone in November. So, hey, happy Inauguration Day. Fuck it. Some coffee. The third cup of the day, it's 4 p.m. It's 4.30 p.m., but we don't give a fuck. NFL playoffs are rolling. I hope everyone had a good Martin Luther King Day. I hope everyone had the day off work. I didn't, but fuck it. It's a floating holiday. Welcome back to the Bayside Report. Just a quick check-in episode to ease us back into the new year. Like I said, I had trouble talking. I was a fucking disaster. It, it hurt me. It pained me that I wasn't here back recording these episodes earlier when I returned from Pittsburgh for the holidays. But you know what? Sometimes you get fucking sick and shit happens. So we're just going to let this shit roll. Our first episode of 2023. I hope you all set your resolutions. I feel like that shit kind of wears out after the first week or two. But just accomplish something. Do something new this year in the great year of 2023. Yes, Christmas was great. From Festivus, the dinner with the fellas, to the strip club visit, to Christmas Eve, the Steelers getting the win over the Raiders. Rest in peace, Franco Harris. The the tribute in the airport was quite special. They even had a book out. You can go sign your name and, you know, pay your respects to Franco, the great, the great Pittsburgh running back. Other than that, back in Tampa, it's been golf city, guys. It's been golf fucking city. I've played 2023. I've already played four or five rounds of golf. So I'm I'm still horrible. Putter's coming around, but we're back into it. NFL playoffs. The Chargers collapsed hard last week. What the fuck happened? I went to bed. 27-0 lead for the Chargers. Thought it was in the bag. Head out to the golf course the next day, chatting it up. Just a bit to banter with the boys on the golf course. I found out they lose. Trevor Lawrence. I didn't even bother to check the fucking ESPN app in the morning. I thought it was a sealed deal, a done deal, but no, sir, it wasn't. Throwing four interceptions does not help. How about the airline crisis over the holidays? That was a fucking disaster. Luckily, I was not affected by it, and I just ex- ended up extending my trip because of it. Mostly, I was going to come back on the 27th. I said, nah. I'll just wait. I'll just stay in Pittsburgh another few days. You know, I'm, I work remote. So what's the harm? None. No harm. So with that being said, somehow made it back. New Year's Day, you know, battling the sinuses. It's already allergy season down here. We get hit with it early, but at least we get it over with. It's out of the way by February or March. That's whenever you guys up north start getting hit hard with it. But yeah. That's it, 2023. I feel like my new year has just started. Just need a little bit of that reset to step back 
and get back to fucking normal. So I'm biking yesterday and I realized there's this Baptist church down the road and I never noticed these signs along the side of the Baptist church. And they're pretty they're pretty intense. Signage just saying cough, fever, wheezing, sneezing. It's a picture of a baby that looks sick with a big X over it crying. I don't know. I don't know much about Baptist people, but I hear you're a little uh, unique. Let's put it that way. So 2023, this is my year of experience. I just want to, you know, experience a bunch of shit and be able to tell the story. So you know what? I'm thinking about trying the Baptist church. Maybe not this Sunday. It's going to be 80 degrees. I got shit to do outside, but maybe I, I might stop by the Baptist church down the road and just see what they're about. I was raised Catholic. Yeah, Catholicism's a little corrupt, you know, a little, I feel like every religion's corrupt, but I, I was reading on Reddit about the Baptist church, and I guess it's just a bunch of uh, scaring you about the depths of eternal hell. There's really not much good stories or music in the Baptist church, so I feel like I can just go get a kick out of it. At least with the Catholic church, you get some some music, you know, the Catholic church is a little sad. And then I've been to Orthodox church that shit is a marathon two hours of your sunday morning gone most of you orthodox people miss kickoff every sunday but i remember i was at an orthodox church and they sung the whole thing two hours of singing pretty pretty badass if you're that priest i have to say i just going through that every week would be a little challenging so maybe my wife will not be orthodox We'll just stick to the Catholic, you know, you go in for the half hour and then, you know, the real pieces of shit dip out after communion, but you, you know, and then the, the priest will go up there and bitch about everyone that left the communion. So I don't know. I, I think I fit pretty well in the Catholic mold, but yeah, I might just try the Baptist church out for the hell of it. Robot cooks. We need them. I saw the robot servers are a thing now. Was it Denny's? Someone posted a video online of these robot servers. They just come up, you know, your food's on a on a platform and it's a little tugbot going around with a little smiley face on it. Get those in fucking cooks. We need cooks of those in Chipotle because Jesus Christ, it's horrible. It's horrible. I can't even, I place a mobile order and it's ready 45 minutes later. I get it, you're busy, but I think, we, I think we're done with fast food workers. I think they're out the door. We're just going to, you know, we're going to implement the robots by 2030. It'll be a much better world. What are those people going to, what's a high schooler going to do for work? Instead of working at a pizza shop or a Chipotle. Beats me. Glad I'm not in high school. I don't know. I feel like they might not even work. Maybe Chick-fil-A. I don't think Chick-fil-A will ever get the robots. I think Chick-fil-A is always just going to have those those people that are somehow by the grace of God. Being able to put up with your shit. Alec Baldwin. Charged with man involuntary manslaughter. Okay, people. We know he's the best lawyers in the game. Is that going to hold up? Probably not. How could it? How did he know the gun was loaded? And the judge of New Mexico said everyone's responsible. All right, buddy. Do you think Alec Baldwin went, went there and loaded the fucking gun with bullets himself? No. So, obviously... His le- I, I read what his legal team said. They were laughing at the charges. The only person that should be charged is, is the gun handler. I forget her name. But the gun handler got involuntary manslaughter. I think that's pretty legit, even though their lawyers are probably pretty tremendous too. So they're probably going to get right out of that shit as well. 
also, I don't, I mean, why the fuck would you have buy bullets on a movie set anyways? I think from the jump, you should know they should only pack blanks, right? Why would you have live rounds unless you actually need the live rounds for a scene, but just pack the blanks, leave the, leave the live bullets at home. Don't put Alec Baldwin in a situation to kill someone. I don't know. That's a tough one right there. What an embarrassment, Alec Baldwin, picking up an involuntary manslaughter. Jumping around topics, because that's what we do here on the Bayside Report. John Harbaugh, first off, this is this is going to be a rant about in-game interviews in, in, in whole, because they happen in the NHL, they happen in the MLB, which is okay. You know, I'm okay with the MLB ones, because... It's slow anyways. They happen in the NBA, but I believe they're quarter break interviews, which is fine. You know, you could throw in a quarter break interview or a halftime interview. But football, was it a quarter break or a halftime? Either way, football and game interviews should be banned completely. Should be strictly pregame and postgame. NHL. It was the NHL was the Stanley Cup Finals. Last year, the Lightning and who the whoever the fuck they played, I don't remember. Game seven, after the second intermission, you're doing an in-game interview of a team losing in the game seven. Are you out of your fucking mind? Who thought that was a good idea? I obviously know it was the network. ESPN's the one that's horniest to do the in-game interviews. They need to, they need to stop. NBC's trying to follow ESPN and do it, and they just made it even worse. There's no, there's no need for it. There's no need for it. It just needs to be pre and post game. Can you imagine Chuck Knoll giving an in-game interview? He'd, he'd rip someone's fucking head off. He'd probably assault the interviewer. Could you imagine me and Joe Green or Lawrence Taylor on Coke giving an in-game interview? Are you out of your mind? If they if they did this shit in the seventies or eighties, they would have it would never be a thing today. They would have, they would have learned their lesson a long long time ago. Which fuck, I wish they would have. Everything's just so media driven now and social media driven, and you have to be on it. And I was really just thinking on social media. All these, I don't know. I just what a shallow world it's become with social media. I haven't posted on other than this shit, you know, because this is different. But I haven't personally posted on social media in a while, probably a few years. Will I again? Maybe. But there's just such, I don't get a point. Even people, I feel like you're just giving away information about shit that you, that you shouldn't be or, you know, some of this stuff's just better kept private. But it's different here because we're, we're, we're choosing to open up and, and um, pursue that angle. But yeah, the, the in-game interviews, so the baseball ones are fine because the players are bored as fuck. Baseball's so long. Baseball's way too long. 162 games. So yeah, you're going to be bored as fuck. You need something to talk about, especially if you're in that dugout. You need something to talk about. If I was an MLB player, I'd bore sitting on the bench. I'd, I'd be a relief pitcher. I'd sit in the bullpen, maybe eat an edible or two and just relax. I don't think they drug test. Who cares? I mean, who drug tests anymore? It's 2023. I think drug testing is a thing of the 2010s in the past of that. But, yeah, I, I would be a bullpen pitcher, and I'd just relax. Episode 16, part two, everyone. 
Apologies for the little break in action. Had a massive sneezing outbreak last night, like you, like I've told you. Still battling the ending effects of a sinus infection, but I think that was my final stand against the virus. I think I finally fucked it right out of my system. Sneezed like a motherfucker. Couldn't, couldn't stop. We were talking about in-game interviews and baseball, where we last left off, but how about this? We have an even better development that happened overnight last night. Lakers-Grizzlies game, Crypto.com Arena. Shannon Sharp from Skip and Shannon on FS1 said Dylan Brooks couldn't guard LeBron James. It turns into a fucking whole altercation at Crypto.com Arena. Steven Adams gets involved. John Morant gets involved. John Morant's dad gets involved, among others. So, Shannon Sharp, I love him. National treasure. How could you not love Shannon Sharp? We need characters like that out there, just talking shit and creating press. So here's Shannon Sharp's quote to ESPN's Dave McNenamin. He said, quote, They didn't want the smoke, Dave, Sharp told ESPN. They do all that talking and jockeying, and I am about that jockeying. It started with Dylan Brooks. I said he was too small to guard LeBron. He said, fuck you. I said, fuck you back. He started to come at me, and I said, you don't want these problems. And then Ja came out of nowhere talking. He definitely didn't want these problems. Then the dad came, and he obviously didn't want no problems, but I wanted anything they had. Don't let these fools fool you now, unquote. Shannon Sharp is 15-year-old, 54 years old. I mean, he's, he's just he looks good. He's in good shape, talks a lot of shit. He's obviously a talk show host. That's what they do. So it's good for him. Creates a little fucking energy, a little controversy for us to fucking discuss. I haven't really watched FS1 a whole lot or the Shannon and Skip show. I've just watched the highlights on YouTube and the memes and the funny jokes. I think it's time. Maybe we start paying more attention to Skip and Shannon. Anyways, it's Saturday, the 21st. Yeah, the fucking, the science infection is gone. But we were talking about in-game interviews and especially how they're, they're not good for football. They're not good for hockey. I think those two you can get away with. But I was thinking about baseball more. In-game interviews in baseball. Fuck the in-game interviews in baseball. You can have podcasts. You can have a full-on podcast during a baseball game. And how does baseball... Baseball needs to figure their shit out, the MLB. Because obviously a lot of people... You know, they they did the pitch clock. They did... They're trying to speed up the game. They're getting away. They're doing... No more shifts. No more shifts in 2023. That's going to be pretty weird to see. Because the shift is such a big part of baseball. But I think if you had podcasts during a baseball game, two hours, three hours, depends. I've, I've been to baseball games that were fast. I was at a Pirates game last year that was about two hours, just a straight pitcher's duel. Then I've sat and raised games that were three or four hours long that are, and sitting in Tropicana Field is not a good play. You know, Tropicana Field, there's a lot of hate on Tropicana Field, but listen, it's fun for about four innings. You do have a, there's a little outdoor patio spot. If you want to go out and get some sun, they have, they have a nice revamped bar system, but spending three hours in Tropicana field, especially in July on a sunny July day, you're going to want to fucking <laughs> go. You're going to go a little crazy. If you're in there that long, no sunshine or anything, but like PNC park, I could ride at PNC park for three or four hours or, you know, I've never been to Yankee stadium or Fedway or Wrigley, any of those, I'm sure are great to spend the day, obviously, if you're just paying stadium prices. That's the one one downfall. I hear Anaheim, the Angels of Anaheim, have cheap beer prices, 
perfect. I, I'll sit there all day, even though, you know, they may quit selling beer by the seventh inning. Just load up in the fit. I've been to the Rocky Stadium. Impressive. It's not, it's smaller. It's it's much smaller compared to the other only fucking stadium I've been to, PNC Park. It was much smaller. I mean, it had kind of the same capacity. I think it was just spread out more, but there's bars everywhere. You can see the mountains from behind home plate if you're higher up. Great stadium. The West. Yeah, just the Western baseball. Just so... That was one of our favorite pastimes to do you know when it's when it's 1 a.m on the east coast it's 11 on the west or even say it's midnight on the east coast and it's 9 p.m on the west watching those games you know throwing a little action on them maybe uh no runs no runs every inning seeing if your luck pans out if it's a pitcher's duel or you might get fucked it might be 10 to 8 and you might lose every inning but i like that time delay if i was on the west coast i'd if if i had nfl at 10 a.m yeah, 10 a.m. for 1 p.m. on the East Coast. Are you fucking kidding me? I'd eat that right up. I love the the early morning rise. I'd, I'd be up at 7, 8 a.m. every Sunday. Even college football, 9 a.m.? You're telling me 9 a.m. I got college football on. That's fucking tremendous. I'd be... And what's even better is your local games, if you're on the West Coast, don't start till 12 o'clock Pacific time. So you got the East Coast slate... Then you got the 12, 12 o'clock on your slate, which is the 3 p.m. In, on the East Coast. That's just such a better way to do it. And then you're in bed. You're in bed by 9 o'clock. Your time. Well, you even have games your time at 9 p.m. Just all day. It's just an all-day onslaught. And that, that's just my problem watching NBA. Some of these NBA games, which I don't even really watch the NBA to begin with, but when I did, tipping off at 10.30 p.m., it's just too late. Too late for the East Coast. But yeah, put put podcasts in baseball. So ESPN should do, they should have Rogan, Segura, throw Joey Diaz on if it's a Phillies, like Phillies-Yankees game, put Joey Diaz on there. And I don't know, whoever else is a baseball fan, comedians, bring them on ESPN for like six innings, four innings. That would, ratings through the roof, through the roof. And then, you know, like Liv got that TV deal with the CW and I feel like the Liv is more open and free. So what's the future? I feel like sports are going to get, sports are going to get a little explicit to keep viewers, you know, people want that comedy sense. So yeah, like ESPN baseball game on a, I don't know, pick a night, pick like not Sunday, Sunday's their big night for ESPN baseball. Do like a Wednesday night game. Just bring on, bring on some podcasters. Every I'll go on. Fuck it, we'll go on and bullshit. You can have you can bring the players in. You can bring you know you can just have it in the booth. The game's just too slow. You know you need to speed it up a little bit. Playing baseball growing up though was one of the, the if you if you don't if you never played baseball growing up what the fuck seriously what you, you never played baseball growing up that's one of the best sport it is the best sport growing up to play that's really where you you have camaraderie you see parents act the fuck out you you see the real side of parents in little league baseball that's when that's when they're swearing at kids i remember being in fourth grade and a and a parent yelling at me and you know, fuck you i'm yelling back i don't i'm i'm in fourth grade playing baseball you bet your ass i'm yelling back at you maybe it was just a town i grew up in 
pretty big baseball town. Baseball is pretty competitive. A lot of talented players. But I remember, and the weird thing is there be baseball fields, not even in my town, but visiting towns we play where there, there just always happens to be a house right behind home plate or the, the baseball fields in this weird fucking neighborhood where there's houses right by. And I remember this one senile guy coming out and causing a scene. Third inning of like a fall baseball game, fall ball league, coming out and just <laughs> cussing at everyone, cussing at the kids. Coach is like, what the fuck? You know, just quick call the police and calm him down and get the six inning game over with, send these kids home. Yeah, baseball growing up, that was just the fun. I remember we had one, I had one good year where our team won it all, won like the, the league, Pony League championship. It wasn't, wasn't travel ball or anything, just like the league just felt good to be part of that you know you're on the playoff chase you're in eighth grade you're starting to fucking becoming a man you know you're starting to grow up you and your friends are fucking nuts running around causing trouble around your bmx bikes getting into shit baseball was just that supplement in the summertime for you to hang out with your boys good times playing baseball growing up also that was the times xbox 360 We'd be playing Modern Warfare 2 every night, playing Call of Duty till 4 a.m. You know, you might go swimming, you might ride a bike. Then you got baseball to go to. That's just a, I don't know, if you grew up in a community like that, it's just a way to do it. It's a way to do it. That's how you and the boy, that's just like an extension of a fucking something to do in the summer. Then when baseball's over, you get those July, August months. Then you can just start doing all the other shit you were doing. But Call of Duty growing up, man, I, so there's this kid that lives nearby and, you know, he's, he's like in that Call of Duty phase and friends with his, friends with his dad, you know, and just saying how, how different it is now. These games are playing. It's not like the new Modern Warfare 2 I hear is garbage. I I haven't played Xbox or PlayStation in years, so I, I really don't, I'm really not up on the topic, but apparently the new Modern Warfare 2 is, is shit. They just need to remaster the old one. If they remastered the 08 Modern Warfare 2, I'd buy a PlayStation 5. I'd, I'd spend the $400 just to play that game. They also have the NCAA football coming out in a year or two. I would definitely buy it. I might buy a PlayStation 5 just to play that game, and then I'll probably sell it after a year or two of, of getting tired of it. But... And they know, I feel like Call of Duty knows people have been asking for the Modern Warfare 2 straight remaster for years and years and years. And I don't know if there's an issue with licensing or whatever. Who the fuck knows? But they know what the people want, but they just ignore you and don't give you it. I don't get it. Doesn't make sense. Mac Miller's birthday was yesterday. Rest in peace, Pittsburgh native. Uh, 31, he would have been 31 crazy when that happened i remember when mac passed away i was in college living it living in pittsburgh so it was that it was just so much crazier and 2018 five years ago well it'll be five years about four four and a quarter but i remember it was a friday night and we just couldn't believe it the energy you know friday morning the energy was good you know you're in college you live in pittsburgh the Oakland neighborhood of Pittsburgh, for those who know. And you're heartbroken. You're checking Twitter. Can't believe the news. And I remember going to his his vigil. 
at Blue Side Park. What a what a special moment that was to pay tribute to a legend, especially his impact in Pittsburgh. Pretty tremendous. So happy birthday to him. Maybe we'll throw on some Mac Miller today in remembrance. That's about it, guys. Gasparillas next week here in Tampa. Um, it's a fucking mayhem show. It's comparable to Mardi Gras. It's one of the biggest parades in the country. It's been going on since the 1920s. They already got the roads closed. I'm, I'm out there last night, and they already have the whole Bay Short Road closed off. So what an event. It's pretty much Armageddon. Getting an Uber is nearly impossible. You either have to walk or bike everywhere. So having the bicycle is, is a huge benefit. But we're going to celebrate and act like fucking pirates. I'm going to get a pirate hat. And that's really it, guys. This is the second part of episode 16 of the Bayside Report. USF basketball today. Do I go waste my time there? Do I just fucking eat? I think I'm just going to cook good food and relax. A little cloudy and overcast today. But we got football tomorrow. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Football tomorrow. Who do we have? Or is there football today? NFL schedule. NFL schedule. I feel like there's a game today. Yeah, there is a game today. Okay, never mind. That changes the whole scope. We have two games today. That changes my whole plan for this. We have the Chiefs and the Jaguars at 4.30. And then we have the Eagles and Giants tonight at 8.15. Tomorrow, Bills and Bengals at 3. And then Cowboys and 49ers at 6.30 tomorrow. Okay, so we have football to watch today, starting at 4.30. Maybe a little pasta and chicken, something. And who knows? Maybe the Jaguars will will upset the Chiefs. Probably not. Probably not. The Chiefs. Who's going to the Super Bowl? Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills. I mean, I don't know. Is it the Bills' year? I I really think it is. I think the Bills can get there. I think they can beat the Chiefs. I think the Bengals will lose to the Bills, though. But if the Bills lose tomorrow, yeah, they're... There's a lot of problems up in Buffalo. They really got to try and solve. That's it for episode 16 of the Bayside Report. It feels good to be back. We took that little month hiatus, dealt with the sinus infection. But we're rolling. It's 2023. Set your fucking goals this year. Back in the gym, too. I've been out of the gym, but I'm on the bike. But I think I'm going to lift. You know, the gym, just show up every day. Just show up every day. Show up every fucking day. If you're there for 20 minutes, you're there for 40, you're there for an hour, you're there for 10, it doesn't matter as long as you go and do something and try and build the consistency with it. Because guess what? If you go for three weeks straight, say you're only going for 10 minutes, that's better than not going at all. Say you're going 15 or 20 minutes, at least you're going and doing something and eventually build it up. Maybe an extra few minutes every day, an extra five minutes. Don't go commando on yourself. Build yourself up strongly. Strongly build that strength up to get back to where you need to be because that's what I'm going to do you know it's not always you're not going in there and going hard for an hour and a half like you usually do sometimes you just need to go in for a half hour and get get back into the feel of it happy Saturday everybody it's a great time of the year NFL playoffs the NBA is in full swing college basketball is in full swing I don't know if there's any big college basketball games today I guess we'll find out All right, listeners, everyone, thank you. We're back on the Bayside Report. We'll be back very soon, probably within the next five to six days. Take care. 
Have a great fucking Saturday.